0: Over here, James.
1: I'm excited.
0: He's he's hyped for our episode today. I'm
1: pumped. Mine was yeah. This was a fun one.
0: Um. Hey, guys.
1: Hey. Hey.
0: Listener, how are you doing this lovely Thursday? If you're listening the day it's released.
1: Yeah. Pause um, for a response.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh we're that's glad great. To hear it. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> I am Cece.
1: I'm Alex. I'm James.
0: And this is the 13th Floor Podcast, where we talk about things that are weird and creepy and strange. And today, we are talking about celebrities who are said to have died, but might not have actually died, mm. per the conspiracies
1: mm-hmm.
0: that are floating mm. around. And this subject was submitted to us by Nick Yu. So, thanks again, Nick, for sending this topic in. Again, Alex is very excited to be talking about this topic yeah, today.
1: Yeah, I wasn't that interested. And then... I mean, I was interested because this is always fun, but uh, the more I dug into this, the more I was like, maybe, maybe I buy this a little <laughs> bit.
0: <laughs> so anyways, James, how have you been?
1: Been okay. How about you guys?
0: You know what? We've been good. We uh, we kind of cleared off our back patio, so we've been eating all of our dinner outside lately and it's been wonderful.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Very so, nice. It's that time of year where you don't get home from work and it's already dark outside. Yeah. Alex
0: is, it's been it's been nice though, um, but not much. I mean, today I got flowers in the mail. That was really exciting. They yeah. weren't from Alex though.
1: No, no. It's <laughs> it's a it's, a, it's a, one of our uh, fans has sent it to her. Yeah, one of our fans. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. It was a. Uh, it doesn't matter who they came from. They're gorgeous. That's all you need to know. Um. Oh, our dog is like making noises. She's
1: like hummed. You might be able to hear it.
0: She did it. James, here's a question that I've been waiting to ask oh. you, James.
1: <laughs> did you see Godzilla versus Kong yet? Was that it?
0: No. <laughs> no. I wanted to ask James if he got his old world spider.
1: I did
2: not. I, <gasps> yeah. Went to the <gasps> expo. I saw one variety that I wanted. But the people that I always buy from weren't there, and the person who had the one that I wanted in stock was giving mm-hmm. me some really bad vibes. So I was like, "Not today, not, Ooh, today. not today."
0: It just wasn't the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what, James? The spiders that were with that man are now still with that man. <laughs> that's
2: a
1: that's a good point. Yeah, so now you, you, you could have a you could have liberated them, but you decided yeah. to leave them in captivity. That's Left true. <laughs>
0: Well, mm. you know yeah, what?
1: Hey, li- dear listener, right in whether you think James made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man.
0: So, anyways, you guys, I think it's time for our hearty hellos.
1: Hearty hello.
0: Hearty hellos.
1: Where I've um, been banned from tapping the map.
0: Yep, Alex hmm. is not allowed to select where we say our hearty hellos anymore. Now, it's my responsibility. And we want to give a hearty hello to everybody in Italy. Because I get really excited whenever we have a spike in listenership there. Because I'm trying to convince Alex to let me buy a house there.
1: Because (laughs) you can buy them for like 10K. And then then you you just have to renovate them. them. Uh, Just renovate is a light term. It's a massive renovation.
0: It is. But you know what? I'm on board. Why aren't you, baby?
1: Mm, Because those houses will be underwater soon.
0: (laughs) (sighs) All right. So anyways, Alex won't let me move to Italy. We're also going to give a hearty hello to everybody in New Zealand, because we've had a lot of new listeners join us there, and then here in the US of A, we're going to say hello to everybody in Kansas.
1: Hi, Kansas. What's up, Kansas?
0: Yeah. Hey. No matter where you're listening in the world, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank
1: you. Nice to peak you. Oh, uh, uh, oh, James. That's why we have James on right there.
0: <laughs> yep. He's the he's the humor on the podcast. yeah um, <laughs> But I guess uh, I, th- our Patreon is going to come out tomorrow. Right, James? Yeah. Yeah. So in case you haven't joined Why'd our you Patreon. You're saying say that yet, like
2: it was a threat? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right,
0: James? <laughs> right, James. <laughs> so you guys, if you are not a part of our Patreon yet, um, number one, I don't know what you're waiting for. And number two, mm. can you guys guess what we're talking about this week?
1: Uh, I can't.
0: It's going to be scary. That's all I can say. What no, I can it? say more. <laughs> um, This week is going to be our second 13 Floor After Dark episode, and this uh, is the one that I was responsible for, and my one note for all of our Patreon subscribers is don't listen to it while you're eating food. Mm-hmm. I am going to be talking about a gruesome cannibal, so...
1: Yeah, it was a I've, fun one.
0: I really had to extend myself outside of my realm of comfortability.
1: Yeah, you're talking about how one. like you didn't want the dark topics, but then like she goes all in on this. Like, <laughs> I did. This.
0: <laughs> I did. Um, so if you want to hear about that, you can subscribe to our Patreon. You can find a link to it on our website, 13thfloorpodcast.com. Yeah. So yeah, cool. you guys. What's I our think, icebreaker? Yeah, it's time for our icebreaker. I actually have one that I thought of. Ooh, and I mean, it's kind of more if
1: you were a dead celebrity, where and you were alive, where would you go? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I want to know were there any celebrity deaths that really touched you like Ooh. that really got to you?
1: Uh, I've got a couple, okay. Robin, huh? Robin Williams, oh, yeah, that one actually affected me a bit, yeah, uh, <sighs> Paul Walker because it was an accident, but uh, I, I didn't actually have like an affinity for Paul Walker, but. Some of, like, deaths like that kind of have an effect on me. Yeah. I think, like, like the accidents, like, Mm -hmm. real freak accidents. Uh, Anton Yelchin, Mm -hmm. he he was, like, an up-and-coming actor. Uh, Oh,
2: yeah. I remember that. That was
1: really messed up. That was messed up. He he left his car. He got out of his car and went around to his mailbox, and his car pinned him to his mailbox, and he died.
0: What? Yeah. Yeah, And he was, like, I
1: think he had a neutral instead of park. Yep.
0: I don't remember that at yeah. all.
1: and so he, like, died, pinned to a mailbox. I was like, oh, that's awful. And then there there's there another one recently. Oh, the Chadwick Boseman one.
0: Oh, yeah. Chad, that was really sad. That
1: one was really sad. Mm, yeah.
0: I didn't realize that you were so affected by these things. Why don't you talk more about this, babe?
1: No. <laughs> Keep my emotions bent.
0: He does. Pinto. He does. For me, I think that it was probably David Bowie. I don't know why, because it's like I don't really have, like, a crazy affinity for David Bowie. But for some reason, when that happened it had me go, wait, what? Like it didn't feel real. Hmm. Yeah. No. James, what about you? Uh,
2: yeah, for me, it's funny you should mention Bowie cause I do have an affinity for, for his music. In fact, it's one of the few things I've ever sung on the podcast was life on Mars for or life <laughs> on Mars episode. Um, so big fan of Bowie and you know, it was a bit surprising. Uh, but also, uh, hands down, Lemmy from, uh, motorhead that really came as a shock. Um huh. uh, I flipped in love with Lemmy, and you know it, what's what's most impressive is how long he did live, given that his entire diet was just Maker's Mark and beef jerky and whatnot. Um, and uh, that those are probably the two big ones that
1: stand out to me.
0: Man, huh? Well, we're gonna be talking more about celebrities who
1: did you? What did you say was yours? David Bowie. David, I, I know it's just it's just hard to picture that that's your only one. Okay.
0: I think that when it comes to when it comes to things like this, I kind of like try not to think about him. I try not
1: to dwell. Uh, Cece's the one that cries during commercials. I do. And then when someone <laughs> actually dies, she can't care. It's- I actually
2: figured, um, oh shoot, now I'm dropping his name. The, the actor.
1: Um, yeah, there's a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> dang it. Um, he's in like everything though. Morgan Freeman.
2: <laughs> well, he's alive.
1: Oh, you didn't say they had to be dead. <laughs>
2: um, uh philip seymour hoffman i don't know oh why I was drawing yeah a blank on him this, that's you think probably that affected he was like, me yeah i don't know why you just seem like somebody who would really be a, a yeah. philip seymour hoffman fan
0: no i think that when it comes to things like this i try not to think about them now well
1: if one of the, now if there was one celebrity i wish had gotten a stick I, you know there's lots that i wish got stick around longer but i would love to have seen what they did like with the rest of their career bruce lee
2: Oh. oh man, I can't even I can't believe I didn't think of Bruce Lee.
1: Yeah, I I would yeah. have loved to have seen what Bruce Lee could've done with the rest oh, of his man. career. He would
0: have
2: been yeah. amazing. Yeah. You know, that's that's funny, like one of the things you know you ever you ever think like, I wish I had this particular trait from a celebrity. I wish I had the lat insertions that Bruce Lee has, those flying squirrel lat
1: muscles. Oh my <laughs> god, so cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the lat muscles. The lat
0: muscles for James. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Do you
1: want to get into it?
0: I think so. I think that I'm ready to dive into the topic. And I am going to be talking about conspiracy theories about Princess Diana still being alive.
1: Mm, I haven't heard of these, actually.
0: I hadn't heard of him either until I looked up a list of celebrities who were supposedly like passed on, but not passed on. And she popped Mm -hmm. up on the list and I was like, oh, I can talk about her. So um, number one, there are also a lot of celebrities that people claim are still alive. But anyways, the sources that I have today, and they're all kind of like out there. That's why I want to make sure that I name them. But one of them is a blog called Lurking on the Grassy Knoll Institute website. Truly Paranormal Blogspot.com, which is one of those websites where you accidentally like have an errant click on the screen and then next thing you know, you're on this really weird ad. Oh, yeah. So anyways, OprahDaily.com and the TheDailyStar.com. So talking about the theory that the beautiful Princess Dan is still alive and well, or so say a handful of people on the internet, I suppose, which is what oh. I'm talking about today. But the death of Princess Diana was, like, actually one of the first times in my life that I think that I realized that famous people existed. (laughs) Um, Just because I vividly remember my mom being really upset when Diana's death was announced. Because people were obsessed with her. And they were just kind of obsessed with the entire incident, really. Like, I remember, like, turning on the news. My mom was obsessed with watching the Today Show. And it's like the Today Show was nothing but Princess Mm. Diana when all this happened. But in case you were unfamiliar with what happened to Princess Diana, dear listener, which I feel like most of us are, but um, she passed away in a car accident in Paris, France on August 31st, 1997. And The details surrounding what happened are kind of still all over the place because there is so much speculation as to what caused the crash, etc. But um, she was born Diana Frances Spencer, and she married into the royal family I think she was 19 years old when she married in the family, which kind of surprised me, but she got married in the family in 1981. She wed Prince Charles, Queen Elizabeth's eldest son. And from then on, her life just kind of became a big tabloid headline. And we're, we're going to fast forward to 1996. People are obsessed with her. She's the people's princess, but she divorced Prince Charles because it was not a happy marriage. But she reportedly started dating a billionaire from Egypt named Imad Dodi Fayette, I think that's how you say his name. And in 1997, Diana and Dodi went and grabbed a bite to eat in France. And then they hopped into a car to probably head back to his place. But during the car ride home, the driver, a guy named Henry Paul, he entered a tunnel and was speeding. Speed limit was apparently 30, and he was going about 70 miles an hour. And he lost control of the car and slammed into a pillar that was in the middle of the road. Mm. And Paul and Dodie were pronounced dead at the scene, but Diana was apparently still alive. And she was rushed to the hospital, but she did sadly succumb to her injuries. From internal bleeding is what they ruled the final cause of death to be. But from what I read, a forensic pathologist said that she actually died from a very small, very rare tear in the vein, a vein of her lungs. And Mm -hmm. he said that he'd never seen any injury like that. But they say that she was not wearing a seatbelt. The -hmm. only person that was wearing a seatbelt in the car was her bodyguard, who did actually survive. So... Just to note, kids, wear your seatbelt. Which is
1: where the phrase click it or ticket comes in. Alex. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, clearly after this happened, the conspiracy theory started swirling because, like, why wouldn't they? One of the most famous women has died in a bizarre car accident. So police found that the driver of the car, Paul, was uh, driving above the legal blood alcohol level. Plus they were apparently being pursued by paparazzi, which was, the, I remember that was the big headline. When I would watch the news when I was just a young, youngling watching the news when this happened. And it was all about, oh, the paparazzi was following her. And that's what caused the crash, which could could have totally happened. But um, And
1: him trying to get away from them would cause the it, speeding. And,
0: exactly. Yeah. And they wanted a picture of Princess Diana and her new boo.
1: Hmm.
0: So there's lots of factors at play. But some people you know, have kind of looked at everything that happened and say, there's something a little off about, around this. Like something just doesn't add up. And there are literally thousands of conspiracy theories surrounding her death, including the ones that I, the one that I'm talking about today that she's actually not dead and still alive. Um, but as far as I can tell, the theory kind of was, it wasn't picked up. I'm sure that there are people who already thought this, but, uh, the blog called the grassy knoll, they, they put the idea kind of out there. They had like this really little tidbit article that Princess Diana staged everything to fake her death so that she could be free from the royal family once and for all, which, I mean, if you are a paparazzi magnet and are being followed everywhere you go, that doesn't seem too far-fetched in my opinion. Yeah. But some people, including the father of Dodi Fayed, think that at the time of her death, Diana was pregnant with Dodi's baby and maybe that had had something to do with it. And, you know, she kind of wanted to get out of the royal family so that she could raise this child without being in the middle of a media circus. Right. But the forensic pathologist did say that she was not pregnant at the time of her death. So who knows? Anyways, do you guys want to know the supposed proof that Princess Dana is quote unquote still alive?
1: Don't leave me hanging.
0: I'm not going to leave you hanging, boy. Okay, number one. And this was the Grassy Knolls kind of thing, but there's a black and white photo of a woman who looks a little like Princess Diana sitting in a wheelchair at a quote-unquote top-secret location in England. Oh. Yeah. Mm. According to the Grassy Knoll, it was taken eight months after the accident. And they call it empirical evidence that she survived the crash. But if you ask me, it looks nothing like Princess Diana. And Grassy Knoll's argument there is that she would have changed her appearance, obby, so that no one would suspect her. She could hide in plain sight, essentially. But I don't know. It seems a little, little bit of a stretch to me. That being said, you guys, the comment section on this little article gave me life today when I was doing my research. Because <laughs> it got nuts. There were a whole bunch of people who were basically like, they were like, Grassy Knoll, you, you're crazy. You crazy little nut. And then Grassy Knoll was like, y'all be hating," And he was trolling people way back in 2010, you guys. Man. Yeah, he was like hitting back at all these people who were like, it looks nothing like her. But there was one person who commented asking the blog if Princess Diana is real, can you have her call me? Because I think we might be kin to what? her. Yeah, but I was like, huh, interesting. But one note on the grassy knoller is that they did post a comment within the comments that said that he that they were certain that prince william was not going to marry kate middleton and that obviously they were wrong there so
1: Can well we, they they probably saw that comment and were like we have to get married now to prove uh, <laughs> yeah, the prove banana 101 wrong
0: yeah <laughs> Okay, so two, some people believe that the royal family staged the death so that they could kind of kick her out of the family. Uh, uh. You know what I mean? So, that would open the way for Prince Charles to marry Camilla. And if Princess Diana really was pregnant, it would kind of, you know, take care of being connected to an extra baby born out of wedlock. Oh. So, I kind of understand this theory. Kind of like quietly excusing her from the family. <laughs> And no, you know, there'd be no crazy press about Princess Diana distracting from the royals press because it really was a media circus surrounding her entire life once she joined the, the royal family. But anyways, with this one, I'm also not entirely buying it. Her her funeral was viewed by 2.5 billion, that's with a B, billion people around the world when it was broadcast. And there are rumors that Queen Elizabeth wanted it to be a quiet, private funeral, but Prince Charles supposedly wanted to make it like a big to do. And I I don't know why, but if they had staged the entire thing, maybe that would have been why they wanted to make it a big to do, like make it look more legitimate versus, oh, it's quiet. And then people would be asking, well, why was it so private? Like, so I don't know. I don't know. Just another theory there. Mm-hmm. Um, three, some people pointed this out that she had a closed casket funeral. So there's like clearly no way to determine it was actually Princess Diana in there. But open caskets are apparently not like common in England. Ugh. So they kind of argue why would people want to remember Princess Diana like that? Even if it was like, oh, if open casket were normal, why would people want to remember her like that? So
1: I don't know. I you don't You mean empty because she wouldn't be in there? Yeah, some people are like, mm.
0: But anyways, theory four that she's still alive is that there's a French socialite named Andine du Roschild. And Andine does have some features that are very similar to Princess Di. But my argument here is because people think that, oh, she faked her death and then went on to become Andine in France. Mm. But if she faked her death to get away from the media, why would she then become a socialite?
1: Yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't make
0: any sense whatsoever. So...
1: Or she faked it, and then she realized she couldn't help but be in the spotlight. No.
0: <laughs> and then the last little piece of evidence that oh, I'm going to mention. Wait, is
1: Ondine? How's Ondine spelled?
0: O-N-D-I-N-E. I was
1: going to say, it sounds like if you mix the letters around Diana, Ondine. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: my gosh. That's actually <laughs> an interesting thought. Okay. The last little piece of quote-unquote evidence that I'll mention is not even really evidence, but some people think that Princess Di could be spotted in the crowd watching Prince William marry Kate Middleton. But I, for the life of me, could not find any picture evidence of this. So I think it's just people saying, oh, she was there. She was there. (laughs) But no, I don't think so. At the end of the day... I. I am personally of the belief that this was just a tragic accident, that she actually did pass away. And in my opinion, this is really just kind of like people trying to explain something that seems to be unexplainable. Like people don't want to believe that it really happened, so they're kind of coming up with theories that maybe it didn't happen.
2: Well, that's pretty much every celebrity death wherein yeah. that theory crops up. It's a refusal to accept that.
0: Yeah. So that's that's kind of my opinion on the matter. She is buried. Her burial site is a private little island on the Spencer family home ground. And it's called Round Oval Island, I think. But they have her buried on this little, beautiful little island that family members can go and visit. And apparently there was some drama in the early 2000s because Prince Charles had never been to mm-hmm. visit her gravesite before. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, ooh, Prince Charles. So... Yeah. It's
2: kind of interesting. You know, it's surrounded by water and Ondine means water spirit. Bum, bum, bum. What? Yeah, James. Like you guys didn't know that? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah, that's common knowledge. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough.
0: <laughs> James, what does your name mean?
2: Um, It means he who supplants or replaces.
0: Wow, James. Oh. That's deep. I don't know what Alex means, but do you guys want to know what my name means?
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Cecilia means blind and Paige means assistant, so my name means blind assistant.
1: Well that means you assist the blind, maybe, instead mm. of being a blind assistant.
0: Maybe, maybe.
1: So maybe you're a assist- you maybe you're helping people find their path. Mm. Look at that. <gasps> you are in customer Hell service.
0: Right. I am in customer service. You're helping service.
1: people find the path.
0: That are mm. blind because they don't yeah. know what they're doing. Oh that. man. I've changed your life. You did. You changed my entire <laughs> perception of my name. Okay, well, that's all I have on Princess Diana. You guys, I've she's unfortunately passed away. <laughs> so wow. I do not believe in this theory at all. I think that there, cause there are tons of theories about like what caused her death. I would put more credence into those theories than hey, she's still alive. You know what I mean? Anyways, Alex, what are you talking about?
1: Talking about this dog keeps falling asleep and snoring in the background.
0: She is. Has-
1: mm. All right, I am you know this along with james his topic and it's uh, you know i'll let him talk about it in a little bit but are, th- these are probably two what i would say the most widely believed didn't die still alive conspiracies around
0: oh i like mm. that name didn't die still alive
1: yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that's that's going to be his next album actually <laughs> that's right that's right another <laughs> posthumous album how does he keep putting out albums when he's dead nobody knows so mm. tupac shakur as uh, for those that don't know, Tupac was a rapper that was really in his prime when he was killed in a drive-by shooting on September 13th, 1996. Well, he was sh- he was shot, and then six days later, he died on the 13th. Um, and I was thinking, like, that this was a conspiracy, while, you know, talked about a lot, didn't it really have any sort of logic to it. And it, I may have been right, but let's, let's dig down into it. And I, This is the... This is the conspiracy rabbit hole that I chose to go down with Tupac. Like a lot of people, he's got various ones. Did he go down to Mexico? Is he in Hawaii? Is he in all these other different locations? Is he going to the is he going to a Miami Heat game? The
0: Miami Heat. This, you know, Tupac was one of the specific people that Nick you requested we talk about. So
1: mm, well, I'm glad I could do this for him though. Yeah. On October second, twenty eighteen, the founder of Death Row Records. Shug Knight, his son, also named Shug Knight, mm-hmm. said that he believed Tupac was still alive, and he wasn't in Mexico, but he was rather in Malaysia. Now, Shug Knight, who I'm going to call Baby Shug, <laughs> <laughs> call him Baby Shug for this, he said he calls Tupac a godfather, like his godfather. Okay. So that. The, He's he's looked at as family. The whole story is actually a little little interesting. So join me in this rabbit hole. Baby Shug, as we will call him, henceforth, (laughs) uh, said that his, he said, quote, Tupac is alive in one post that he did on Instagram. And that's all it said. It just said Tupac is alive. Then he posted a screenshot of a text conversation between himself and an unnamed individual, and apparently he followed up this post with pictures of what looked like a middle-aged Tupac and fifty cent. And in the previously mentioned conversation that he posted, he's kind of getting threats about he shouldn't have said that, about Tupac is alive and that type of thing. Who's so,
0: threatening him? Just like people were angry?
1: No, no, no. Someone was texting him directly that he didn't know, threatening him, telling him that he couldn't he shouldn't say that. So he didn't know who it was. Now then he posted these pictures of Tupac and fifty cent
0: It looks a lot like Tupac.
1: It looks a lot like Tupac and Tupac and beyonce now beyonce and fifty cent their careers didn't take off till after Tupac was dead, so a little wrinkle mm-hmm. as far as I can find and everything that I've been looking at these are not fake photos. these have not been altered like there's there's a there's a picture of. Tupac in uh, Havana. I think it's Havana.
0: Havana,
1: Havana. Cuba. I think, I think no. Yeah, in, I think it's in Cuba with Rihanna. Turns out Rihanna's face was actually photoshopped into a previous Tupac picture, but these actually look pretty legit. So, pretty interesting. So the two pictures are posted. It looks pretty dead on, and. Baby Shug is getting a lot of press, and a lot of people are kind of reaching out to him. His his Instagram is blowing up, Ooh. as it would do. And then he even had a video where he claimed people were following him. And he, he's kind of, like, in the video ranting about how they won't even leave him alone when he's in his car. He's at a stoplight saying that there's people behind him. He shows, he shows that there's a car behind him, but it's kind of hard to tell, like, is this... Is this a publicity stunt? Like, wh- what is happening? But it, it seems like he's kind of worried about it, and he's kind of mentions it a couple times. Now, nothing ever happens to him, mm-hmm. and he even actually doubles down on what he's been saying years later. Now, they, this do- a documentary goes out and interviews Papa Suge Knight, okay. who is currently behind bars for voluntary manslaughter, yeah. and he says he completely doubts that Tupac died.
0: So he thinks he's still
1: alive. Completely, died. and he's the, and Suge Knight is a real was a good friend of Tupac at the I was time of his say, death. Like, and,
2: yeah. this is not just some random
1: dude. Right, right. This, this, he was the he was the producer at the time, and he's like he's the one that found Tupac. Yeah. And when he visited him in the hospital after he was shot, he said that the two of them were laughing and joking at the time that he left. So that so implies he took
0: a turn for the worse so, after. Yeah. So
1: Tupac was. A-okay, happy as can be, laughing. I mean, he's in good health. And then shortly after he leaves, he suddenly succumbs to his injuries, which Suge finds, obviously, pretty suspicious. Now, there's a lot of weird things around (laughs) Suge going back a while. So another thing that's suspicious about Suge is that in 2014, he actually voiced again that or previously had voiced that Tupac's not dead. And that he's actually probably somewhere smoking a cigar. Now, six months later after he says that he's in a nightclub and he gets shot six times. Shug did. Yep. Shug did. So coincidence or attempts at silence. Mm, I don't know. It sounds like they've intimidated his son and him. Now there's a little more controversy around Shug Knight. It, it pertains more to his loyalty More than anything else, I would say. Mm -hmm. Suge was actually in the car with Tupac when he was shot. And 14 bullets went into the car. Four hit Tupac. Uh, I think it was one in the leg, one in the arm, one in the chest. Or no, two in the chest. One of which hit his his lungs. Or lung. And Suge only got grazed by one bullet. Also, they're suspicious about another thing about Tupac is that Tupac told his bodyguard and girlfriend to travel in separate vehicles from Mm -hmm.
2: him,
1: which is really weird. Uh, And another big thing, Tupac wasn't wearing his bulletproof vest, which is something he always wore when he went to high-profile events. This high-profile event was a Mike Tyson boxing match, which he Mm -hmm. would normally have been wearing a bulletproof vest throughout. So, a little suspicious. You know about Suge and Biggie? Uh, I don't know much about Suge and Biggie. Some people f- claim that Suge
2: actually had his girlfriend kill Biggie.
1: Hmm? The same mm. girlfriend
2: that you mentioned,
1: yeah. Oh, so, really?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting that those two people had a falling out, and they both ended up dead within a relatively short span of time of each other, and he's in the middle of that little triangle.
1: So he had Tupac's girlfriend kill Biggie, is what? Uh, no, 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 uh, he had his
2: girlfriend. Oh, Suge
1: had his girlfriend kill Biggie. Yeah. Interesting theory. I presumably. Seen, presumably. This is all theory. Yeah, these are all yeah. theories. So It all happened in Minecraft. <laughs> there's even more suspicious stuff. And maybe this goes towards his loyalty, or maybe this goes towards him covering up something. I'm not sure. Suge had Tupac cremated the day after he died. And apparently, Suge paid $3 million to secure a private ceremony for Tupac. Which... It's a little odd that he did that did that now another thing the cremator according to Tupac's driver's license it said he was five ten hundred and sixty eight pounds Tupac was not a big guy yeah. at all The cremator listed him as six feet two hundred and fifteen pounds
0: that's quite a difference
1: another weird thing about the cremator after he did this he was never seen from he was never heard from again
0: are you serious
1: he, people think he either retired? Banished? Or who knows? That's creepy. That's really weird, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're, that's not, it doesn't stop there. They set up this public memorial, and the press are completely banned from it. And it turns out that right before it starts, it gets canceled. Meaning that the only two people that we know saw Tupac's dead body is the cre- cremator and Suge Knight. I can't Mm. find a doctor involved that saw the body.
0: Someone Mm. would have to... I'm
1: sure they would have seen it. It was Dr. Dre. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we know that there's probably another party out there that may have seen it, but it does seem that at least the last two people that saw the body, Mm. Suge Knight and the cremator. The whole thing is really weird. And there's some other explanations for him maybe being alive, because I'm not sure if all of that proves that Suge Knight is hiding something. Maybe Suge Knight was complicit in hiding and maybe uh, getting Tupac off the grid. Because you could read these two different ways. This is someone that got someone, maybe was in on something to get someone killed. Or they were in on getting him out of there.
0: <sighs> he was a friend. So it
1: doesn't have to be nefarious, necessarily. Yeah. Now, there are other theories or maybe indications that he's still alive. Some people think he went to Cuba and he's living with his aunt in this little humble life. Another more interesting one is that Tupac became a big fan of Niccolo Machiavelli, which which is true. He did become a big fan of uh, Machiavelli. I think he started reading him in prison and became a really big fan. So so much so that his last album was called the Don Kilimanati. Don Kilimanati and the colon, the seven day theory, which he released under the name Machiavelli spelt M-A-K-A-V-E-L-I. Which, you know, this is all true. Now, Machiavelli is an anagram for Am Alive, (laughs) K. Now, it's a little bit of a reach, right? Uh,
0: Yeah. Uh, Especially the
1: shorthand for OK. But it says Machiavelli is short for Am Alive, K. Now, another interesting thing is that K may, like, the letter K might actually be a representative of another rapper who recently went by the name Casanova the Don who sounds a lot like Tupac. Like everyone agrees that this guy sounds a lot like Tupac. (laughs) And he even collaborates with a lot of Tupac's old group, the outlaws.
0: Hmm.
1: And some of the lyrics in his song really, (laughs) if it's not Tupac, it's someone who's pretending to be him. (laughs) And he essentially has lines saying that he's been, the gist of the line is that, he is—he's kind of been in prison for sixteen years, like in his own prison for sixteen years. Yeah, you know who released that album, right? Uh, no, Suge Knight. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, 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 yes, yeah, sure. yeah. I did know that. Um, okay, yeah. hmm. <laughs> uh, pretty crazy. It—it it is pretty crazy, and it, it's really weird when you consider. Uh, I think I've got the lyric right here. If we want. Want to drop? Mm -hmm. He says it's it's been sixteen years, still stuck in a dark cage, living in my mind of that fateful day nine seven nine six. I remember like it was yesterday. I got a lot to say, and so
0: people think that's a hint. Well,
1: nine seven nine six is the day he got shot. Sixteen years was when the song was released. uh, Mm -hmm. After that, after those events, and then he actually there was another collaboration after a lot of these articles that I was reading that he came back this. This guy came back for a second part of this song. And so people really think that it's a real possibility that Casanova the Don is actually Tupac releasing albums. And you have to remember, Tupac released eight posthumous albums. Eight. crazy. He released more albums dead than he did alive. I always think of that Chappelle show sketch
2: <laughs> where he like, makes references to San Andreas and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> People were like, what? what?
1: Yeah. I
0: yeah. remember when they did that hologram and everyone was freaking oh, out. Oh, yeah, that was mm.
1: weird. Yeah, that the, was weird. Uh,
0: the Tupac hologram, that freaked me out.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, there's there's some real suspicious stuff around his whole ordeal. And I do kind of buy... Some aspects of it. You know, I don't buy the whole thing necessarily, but I'm suspicious now. (laughs) I'm definitely (laughs) suspicious now. I mean, I didn't realize it took Tupac six days to die. I didn't realize that people had seen him happy, laughing, joking Mm. before he died. Hmm. And so there's a there's a lot of these weird things going on. You know, another
2: thing to think about if you are a regular Joe, if you're an ice cream man and you get like the wrong people after you and they try to kill you and you survive, it's completely acceptable for you to enter a witness protection program and assume a new identity and, and the feds say you're dead or in jail. So why not a high profile person? Why is that so outlandish?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's one of that's, that is one of the theories that I did not, cause there's, a, there's several, I could actually cover, cover, there'd be several episodes of material to cover with them. <laughs> um, but, that is one of the theories. Is like maybe he was an FBI informant, and then he went underground. Maybe he went to Mexico. One guy faked his death. In this article that I read, a guy faked his own death to prove that Tupac is still alive. And essentially, he faked his death for a year nice. and prove just to prove that it's possible. That it's possible. Now his story is kind of ridiculous. Like he trained himself to. To not have a pulse and stuff. When the when the ambulance came to give, get him and stuff. <laughs> it's wow. the most ridiculous story. But I do want to share with you all one more fun fact about okay. Tupac. Okay. All right. The outlaws, his group, uh, they put some of Tupac's ashes in a joint and smoked it. Ew. <laughs> That's a little odd.
0: I don't. They knew that that wasn't Tupac. That's all mm. I can imagine. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Was some poor fool who was six foot tall. That's right. (laughs) Interesting.
0: (laughs) All right. Tupac, James, who are you talking about?
2: I'm talking about somebody that everybody's talking about, and that is Elvis.
1: Ooh. Um,
2: Yeah, Elvis, there's so many theories about him. Um, He died August 16th, presumably, 1977. I actually uh, have the same birthday as his death day, August 16th. Uh, In fact, when I was uh, 10 years old, I got... Couple of goldfishes, a birthday present, and I named them Elvis and Madonna because Madonna also was born on August sixteenth. So yeah, <laughs> wow, it's a complicated kid. But uh, <laughs> anyway, there's there's so many there there are theories. Uh, there, there's no way I could even cover half of them. But the most outlandish ones tend to involve aliens or Bigfoot, and I'm I'm gonna sort of sidestep those because as entertaining as they are, they're not really. Something we can analyze with all seriousness because there, there's not really a lot of evidence outside of, you know, I was super, super stoned in New Mexico and I saw aliens and one of them was Elvis and they waved and said goodbye. You know, things of that nature. But there's some that make a lot of sense. Um, the biggest one is that he actually had to fake his own death to avoid uh a lot of enemies. He was working for uh the FBI trying to expose a group of racketeers called the Brotherhood. Now, that might sound completely insane. Like, okay, why would Elvis be doing this? But one thing that people don't know about Elvis is he actually has a history of doing things for the government against criminals. Um, Despite the fact that Elvis himself was addicted to a number of prescription pills, he got them prescribed by a doctor during a period where the idea of doctors being glorified drug dealers was just preposterous. So he was a hundred percent legit convinced that he just needed medicine and took regular medicine as per his doctor's instructions. He had a very, despite the whole rock star you know, uh, stereotype about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Elvis despised illicit drug use. Huh. Uh, and, and he actually worked for the government to decrease drug use. There's pictures of him with a little certificate of, you know, lauding his, his uh, fight against the drug war, standing next to Richard Nixon. And there are letters back and forth between him and Richard Nixon about, you know, what we can do to to stop drugs. Huh. So that's kind of outlandish, but it's real. That's 100% real. Well, similarly, we do know that there was an FBI investigation called Fountain Pen. And that involved an organized crime family, billions of dollars, and Presley was a victim of, of of this this scheme, presumably. this is this is hearsay, but it's from some pretty believable people. And yeah, the mafia actually put a hit on him as a result uh, if if this hearsay is to be believed. And again, this is not just random people. these are former police sergeants as well as co-stars. Hmm. So this is not like random stuff. So we know, we know that Elvis did things with the government. We know that he got on the wrong side of some rather notorious people, and we know that his middle name is misspelled on his own tombstone, which is a little odd. Yeah. Yeah, his, uh, his middle name is Aaron, but it's spelled with one A, whereas it's spelled in the more traditional manner on uh, on his tombstone, with two A's. So that's kind of weird in and of itself. You know, why would why would his be messed up?
0: Wrong, yeah.
2: Yeah. Now some people say he wanted it to be spelled properly, but that doesn't make a lot of sense cuz why would he do that? Um and and actually the the reason why he would spell it with one A is uh he actually was a twin and his brother was stillborn and uh, his his brother it had, it had a tremendous effect on him his whole life his his brother Jesse Garen which again Garen was his middle name and it was spelled with one A so he wanted it to match you know, by having one A. And that was why he spelled it with one A. Well, that wasn't what happened in the case of his tombstone. So that's a bit peculiar. So, yeah, hearsay says that he wanted it spelled with two A's, but it's like, well, why did he spend his whole life spelling it with one, if that was the case? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's very odd. And it should be noted, though. Whenever people say they saw Elvis, you know, all these, you know, sightings, it's always like, Vegas impersonator Elvis, you know, it's usually some guy who's like maybe a bit chubby, but he was like 300 pounds when he died. I mean, he was, he was just binging on these prescription pills and eating flipping deep fried sandwiches. So, you know, I I think it's odd that whenever people do say, oh, well, Elvis was sighted with Bigfoot in, in Oregon the other day, it's like, why does he look like he's, you know, 32 years old and slightly svelte? Yeah. Shouldn't he look like a morbidly obese geriatric man? <laughs> so I'm a little suspicious <laughs> of, of that component. Um, the most interesting account regarding Elvis that I have heard is straight from a friend. And I, I saw an interview uh, with Alice Cooper, which I'm a big fan of. And he was talking about his his interactions with Elvis and he said, you know, Elvis was the first star, like the first real star. And how do you cope with that? Like, like, think about that. Nobody really had the lifestyle that he, by the way, I'm paraphrasing Alice Cooper here. This is not verbatim, but nobody, nobody had a lifestyle like that until he came along. This idea that you could just get whatever you wanted all the time mm-hmm. and that you couldn't go out for for fear of, of just insane mobs. This was not a thing until Elvis. There were celebrities, you know. There have been celebrities for centuries, especially opera singers. You know, they were every dish at a nice restaurant seems to be named after an opera singer, and you know, actors in the the golden age of cinema. They were, you know, they were famous, and they they had trouble going out in public. But it wasn't like this. Elvis could get anything he wanted, and you should never. There's, I think, there's an Islamic curse that says, "May you get everything you want." Uh, um, well, well, Alice Cooper pointed out that you know fame was what he thought killed Elvis, and he he remembered an occasion where Elvis was in his limbo, and he had a whole bunch of hanger-ons and protection, you know, just a, a posse, really. Again, first guy with a posse, really, if you think about it. And he rolls down the window because he sees Alice Cooper, and he waves, and all the people in the limo just grab him and pull him back in and roll up the window, huh. and. He, he th- you know, he was waxing about that Alice Cooper was, and, and just talking about how you, how could anyone survive that that kind of of lifestyle. Huh. And I think that's probably the biggest reason why people want to think he's alive is because you know this was some larger than life figure, um, and just thinking that that day got extinguished, and, and even the the collective guilt that you know people in general helped mm. extinguish it. I think that that's a very new phenomenon for, for when he died. And I think that's one of the ways that people assuaged it. That being said, as I mentioned, all this about, you know, witness protection and hiding from the mob and doing FBI stuff to, to get rid of certain criminals. It's not as outlandish as it sounds. It's it's far less outlandish than the whole alien Bigfoot type theories, because we know he did some of that. Some of that's confirmed. And the other bits of evidence that aren't confirmed are corroborated by some pretty dang good uh, eyewitness testimony. Again, that's hearsay; wouldn't stand up in court, but it's pretty dang convincing for me.
0: So, James, you think he's alive? No, okay. but
2: I do. But I do think I do think that if if anybody outside of Tupac is alive when they're supposed to be dead, that's famous, it would be him for those reasons.
0: Interestante, James. When you said that you were looking into you, you, one of the theories that you heard was from a friend, I thought you meant your own friend and that your <laughs> friend with Alice Cooper.
2: <laughs> no, no, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, I was shocked for a second, but yeah. But yeah. Alex, I was. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Alex's little joke because when you were talking, Alex, I had
1: to I had to mute our microphone because I had a great oh. joke and I didn't want to interrupt you because you're like in a good flow. Oh. And you said, <laughs> you said. He said, you know, you can't go to a restaurant without there being a uh, items named after opera singers. And I, hmm. <laughs> I said, yeah, like the McRib. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's
1: pretty good.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh. you guys, that was that was our first go at celebrities who uh, may not have actually perished.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, they're all Again, there are a lot of them out there, and I didn't realize how many there were because it just seems so far-fetched to me.
1: Yeah, it does. But except for Tupac. Yeah, Alex that one's very real. very
0: convinced about Tupac. He texted me from the coffee shop today and was like, oh, my gosh, Cece, I think Tupac's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you always know we're in for a fun episode when Alex texts me and says that he believes whatever it is that he's uh, researching. Looks, yeah,
2: at
1: least a little right. bit. So mm-hmm.
0: is there anything else you want to add?
1: Two I'm plus kidding.
0: two is four. Two plus two is four. I think that means it's time to draw from the vase. Get it. Draw from the elite vase, you guys. Oh, we yeah. are drawing our first topic from the elite vase.
1: What is the elite vase, Cece?
0: The Elite Vase is our vase that is reserved for topic submissions from our patrons yes. on Patreon. And right now we only have a handful. It's very like you guys should see the difference between the actual, like the the full vase and then our elite vase, because we don't have very many, but Next week, you guys. Here, hold that. Our first topic from the Elite Vase. We are going to be talking about um, secrets of the White House. Oh. And this topic was submitted by our patron, Caitlin. My dear friend, Caitlin. And she specifically requested we talk about the tunnels. Okay. They're apparently secret tunnels (sighs) underneath the White House. So we will be talking about... Secrets of the White House next week, you guys. Are there tunnels
1: to (laughs) hell? Who
0: knows? Underneath the White House. (laughs) You never know. So, yeah, you guys. I think that's it for today. All right. Yeah. Good deal. Alex. Who does our music? Who does it?
1: Our music is by Grant Cook. You can find his music on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, anywhere you listen to music.
0: So, until next week, you guys, (laughs) I hope that you can... Keep
1: keep it
0: straight.